Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Finding the Fantastic. I'm your host, the chick, the girl, the one doing this thing called trying to find something fantastic in between the hustle of surviving life and achieving it. Because we're all trying to do this thing, right? This thing called life. Everybody faces a million different problems and a million different issues, but nobody talks about it. We're all talking about how, oh, life's great. Check my Instagram post. (laughs) It's not. Anyways, I do this thing where I interview fantastic people and I got my wonderful friend, Lenani. She is beyond fantastic. Like, seriously, I adore her. Like, authentic and real. And as you all know, in order to come on the show, you got to be willing to be vulnerable, transparent, and authentic. And she's one of those people. There's not a lot of us out there. I know. There really isn't. I wish there were more, though. Right? So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? So my name's Leilani Tizan. I just graduated from Emory & Henry College. Uh, I'm super into pandas, the color green, and uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yes! I love it. (laughs) I like black raspberry. I've never had that, actually. Mm, Girl, get yourself some black raspberry. (laughs) Very cool. I like it. Thanks, thanks. So uh, Leilani is here because we we talk talk about a lot of topics, right? And we're going to talk about a topic today that... People either don't like to talk about because they feel super uncomfortable or they decide to extremely talk about and plaster all over their social media as soon as it's in the news because that's when it's important. So today we're going to talk about suicide. That's right. I said it. We're talking about suicide. Bum, bum, bum. So I, I don't have I don't have the story to share. So I'm going to let Leilana take over here and let's uh, let's let's talk. All right. So, Colleen, do you have a best friend? Yes, I do. Do you have any siblings? Uh-huh. I have four. I feel that. So, I actually um, used to have a brother, mm-hmm. and he was actually my best friend, mm-hmm. and obviously, he was the oldest. And oh, we're six- I didn't know he was the oldest. Yes, he was six- we're six and a half years apart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, unfortunately, back in 2008, I actually lost him to suicide. I'm so sorry. That is okay. Um, so, it has been 10 years since it has happened, and so mm-hmm. we finally have reached a decade, my family and myself. Oh, a decade. It has been a decade. It's hard to say that, but it's yeah. been a decade. Yeah. And it feels like yesterday, though. Yeah. But you uh, learn it. You learn it. But um, I kind of kind of just got my start into public speaking in my freshman year of high school. I This whole event happened actually when I was in the sixth grade. Okay. And then we kind of uprooted our life from North Carolina and decided we needed a new beginning. So yeah. we came to D.C. Yeah. And we started in Woodbridge. And I went to high school there. And they sat us through a science of suicide class. Okay. As freshmen, it's kind of, you know, a transition that people have to make. They're like, hey, high school is really hard. Right. And here are the signs to suicide. And you're going to, you know, sometimes feel it or not. And so the class was a total joke and everyone was laughing at it and I totally was not into that. And so after the class ended, I spoke to the person that ran the whole thing and he was like, okay, I hear you, you want to speak for our class, answer questions, that's cool, but also you're 14. I'm about to say, who is this freshman? (laughs) Fresh meat. And so I was like, I promise I will do my best to answer all questions and kind of, you know, whatever you need me to. Yeah. And so the next class came in and he had me um, at the end, he was like, Leilani's going to talk about her story. Yeah. And I wasn't totally prepared for that part, but I did my best. Fake it till you make it, girl. Absolutely is what happened. And so towards the end, I kind of told my story, had a lot of confused faces. I was this new freshman in the school that like no one knew. And they're like, she totally just transferred from like out of state. Right. And she's talking about a topic that's like hard. Super hard. Yeah. And so then I kind of was like, all right, so here I am. And he eventually pulled me in his office a couple days later and was like, listen, the number of referrals that we typically get during this is about 12. 
And with you, we got 47. Wow. And I was like, seriously? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, so I think that if we could kind of clean up your public speaking Uh and get your story to the point instead of talking like for long periods of time, then we can make this gold. I have that problem. I talk for long periods (laughs) of time. And so, um... We kind of just started there, and nice. then a couple years passed. My junior year came. I was nominated as junior class president. Wow! I was nominated as student of the quarter by faculty and staff. Wow! And then Channel News Nine wanted to do a main story on me for two Whoa. weeks. Whoa! So I was their main story, and it ran on my family and myself about you know the work I do with suicide prevention. Yeah. And unfortunately, just because you do good in the world doesn't mean that the world does good for you. And I got bullied really hard for just being on TV. Unbelievable. Yeah. Bullied for being on TV to talk about Mm -hmm. suicide prevention. Yep. You know, isn't that the way life goes? Like, you know, life just throws stuff. Like, the people out there trying to do good stuff, it's like all of a sudden it just comes with a sucker punch. It does. So talk to me. You got bullied because you were trying to talk about this. I was. And so I kind of went to one of those high schools that there was 2,500 kids. And if you weren't an athlete, it didn't really matter what you did. Yeah. And so I wasn't an athlete. And I kind of was just doing my own thing, doing this thing I thought was really cool. And trying to tell people, you know, these are the signs you should be looking for. Here's my story. I'm always here to help. Say, it's not like you didn't have a story. It's not like you right. were just doing it to do it. You were doing it because you had a story. You, yes. you lived it. Mm-hmm. And well, people didn't like that. And so it started with cyberbullying. It was all over Twitter and people were telling, you know, subtweeting me and being like, it's not that serious, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I kind of told my parents about it and we're like, we'll just, you know, delete your accounts mm-hmm. and, you know, that'll be the end of it. And mm-hmm. I was like, great. So I started there and then I went into going to school the next couple days and it followed me into school oh my god and um this you know one girl in my first period saw me sit down and she turned around and was like i heard she was on tv and i watched it and it wasn't even that good oh my god and other people would be like her story's not that serious and she's only doing it for publicity and all these really awful things bullies are not okay being a bully is not okay and it's not cool and you need to get over yourself whether you're a young bully or an adult bully Definitely. And um, it was just really awful. And, you know, since I was, you know, class president, I was also supposed to be be interacting with these people. And that was really hard. And um, even the yearbook when it came out... um, who was a lot of people in the yearbook committee didn't like me. And so if you kind of read between the lines in that yearbook that year, it was like our class president wasn't very good. Prom was kind of set up poorly or like we had to decorate our hallways for Uh like um, grade and the president's supposed to put that on. And so I did that and they're like, our hallway was awful. Our video was awful. And it was obviously all towards me. It's not okay. It's not okay. But, um, Fast forward, I graduated with like two or three friends. Uh-huh. I got to college. I had a couple of college speaking events and I'm happier than ever. I did have my quit moment where I was yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. I yeah. mean, people aren't appreciating it. People are asking yeah. who made me poster child for suicide prevention and... Right, because you chose it. Right. It was your decision. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I spoke into the universe and into the truth. And I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this for publicity. I'm doing this because I strongly believe people need to hear my story. But I also strongly believe my story can help you guys. Yeah. And 
you know, anyone is more than welcome to talk to me about it or ask me questions about it. Or if you just want somewhere to vent yeah. and totally be like, my day sucks. Tell me my day sucks right. and then help me. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, Let I'm here for that. So I have a question. Yeah. How did you, and how did you find your fantastic through all that? Now I use the word fantastic loosely because mm-hmm. everybody is always like, oh, fantastic. Colin, you're tr- you're, every day is fantastic for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's in the finding. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes it fantastic. So how did you kind of get through that? Um, my family support nice. and getting okay. my own help and kind of, you know, sitting down and figuring out what works best for me. Is it stepping away from the spotlight for a little while? Is it, you know, talking to someone on the same level about it? And I mean, eventually it just kind of turned into having like a really great support group. So nice. having those two friends I left or two or three friends that I left um, high school with. Nice. And or, you know, just talking to my parents and being like, you know, this is what I'm feeling and, you know, what can I do to, like, better myself? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, would journal for a little while or, you know, I learned how to meditate in college and do yoga and that was really cool. And so it was just all about, like, finding yourself and kind of being, like, comfortable with who you are. And so once I was really comfortable in, like, telling my story and being like, you know what, I can't believe I was bullied. I should have stood up for myself more instead of just sitting in the back. It's hard in the moment, though. It is hard in the moment, but, you know, hindsight's 2020. Yeah, right. For and, real. <laughs> oh my God. And so, I mean, eventually I just kind of got comfortable. You know, I work closely with American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yeah. And every October, my family and I participate in the um, National Walk in DC. Yeah. And it's a, a sunset walk. And so that's always really beautiful. Yeah. We've always had really great weather during it. It's never rained on us, which has been nice. And you know, if you've never been to one of those events, those events have you wear beads representing the color of, you know, who they lost. And so every year I wear orange for losing a sibling. Gotcha. And it's really nice to know that you, in that moment, you don't feel alone. Yeah. And even though it's such a taboo topic, everyone out there that goes to these walks, you can tell, like, have experienced the same thing you are. Yeah. And it's just really reassuring to look around, you know, the area or just see all these walkers, like easily over 200,000 people just walk for a really great cause. Awesome. And, you know, people come from out of town for this. That's it's awesome. not just people from DC. And so people from everywhere are like, yeah, I travel from here to do this or support this person. And it's just, it's really nice. And I think that's where also I was finding my fantastic was I, love it. I just saw other people and I was like, you know, I'm not doing this just for me or my family anymore. You know, I want to do it for a lot of different people. Very cool. I love that. Isn't it Thank funny you. how sometimes finding the fantastic is finding some way to give back to somebody else and help somebody else? Definitely. Definitely. So, okay. So two, two kind of follow up questions as we get close to the end here. Um, one, what is a way, what what would you say to people right now about the topic? Because obviously it's in the news and everything like that. And I got to tell you what bothers me. It bothers me, it somewhat bothers me. When now all of a sudden people are posting a phone number on, on Facebook status. Hey, mm-hmm. here's the suicide number or my house is an open house. It, I like appreciate they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, why don't you shoot somebody a text message to make sure they're okay or call them up? Like, what is your, what do you think about all that? Or what would you advise people to do to try to help the scenario on the topic? I think I would definitely, I mean, it's all about seeing something and say something. And I mean, I've seen a lot here recently, people that I went to elementary school with that I just happened to connect on with Facebook. And a lot of them just, you know, they're looking for someone to reach out to them. They're posting things that are really vague. And it says things like, you know, 
I'm really tired. I can't do it anymore. Something yeah. just like that. I mean, it's even if it's not insinuating something, it doesn't hurt to be like, hey, haven't talked to you in like eight years, right. but I see that you have a family now. Congratulations. You know, but so also, many people look at them. They're like, they just want the attention. So what if they want the attention? Give them the doggone attention, people. <laughs> and if it's right, I mean, you could. You really don't know what your words could do to help somebody yeah. or hurt somebody. But we want obviously the goal to be to help somebody. Yeah. And so I mean, you know, I try my best to reach out to those people and be like, hey, like I hope you're doing okay. Yeah. If you ever want to talk, like here's my number or and um, you know, most of them the people I've seen are moms and yeah. I can't imagine, you know, you know, being 21 and being a mom is Ooh, probably yeah. really hard and yeah. like I I'm not experiencing it, but they are. And so I definitely take a I put myself in their shoes. I'm like, if I was a mom and I was struggling right now, like, who would I want to reach out to me? Even if it was from someone in my past, like, yeah. you know, and if they are watching this, I want them to know how great of a job they're doing as being moms and that, you know, it is going to be okay. And if you ever do need someone to talk to, like, I know I'm a whole state away because they're still in North Carolina, but I'm always down. This is what's so great about technology. You get yep. FaceTime and like text message people. And so I hope those moms that do watch this know how great they are. Yeah. And I love that. Like she literally just stopped and looked at the camera. <laughs> and I think that's so impactful because seriously, finding the fantastic. Look, we talk about topics and the whole, the whole reasoning for this is so people don't feel alone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause we all feel alone. We're all going through it. Reach out. If you just, if you're struggling, reach out, you know, Leilani's here. I'm here. Find a friend, find a stranger or whatever, man. Mm -hmm. Just let's start reaching out and take care of people. So I definitely think it's like a pay it forward kind of thing. Yeah. And like every year, you know, pay it forward comes up as like one day, but like why make it one day when right? it can be an everyday Every thing? day. So very that's cool. My goal. <laughs> so finally, last last question, because we, we close around 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, what would you want to say to somebody or the people who, who are going to listen to this on the podcast later? Like what, what's one thing you want to leave everybody with? It can be a quote, a statement, saying, whatever. Um, I was actually talking about this today. I can and I will. And so I think that everyone should go by that is like, Ooh. you can and you will. And if you're struggling on something like your mental health or like finding a job or a car or an apartment, just be like, I know I can and I will find a job. I know I can nice. and I will do I like this. That. And it's just, you know, five simple words that can help you get through the day. And I think that's something that I try to live by every day. And, you know, I have my days where I want to be sad. Yeah. But, you know, on other yeah. days, you know, when I feel like I'm stressing about something small that I know in 10 years I can look back and be like, why was I stressing about that? Because I, I know I so could and I did. <laughs> and so I just want our viewers to know that, I mean, you can and you will. And I know you will succeed in life and everything's going to be okay. And I know some days that you don't want to hear is going to be okay you want you want someone to relate to how much your day sucks yep and i can also do that for yep. you but it's definitely you know you can and you will and i totally believe in you awesome <laughs> i love it all right well, we're wrapping up we got to go uh message us if you got any questions or whatnot and have a fantastic monday or whatever Bye. day it is you're listening to this <laughs> boop, boop. see ya it's still records <laughs>